Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we're going to have a little bit of a different show. I'm going to read a blog post from someone that I have followed for many, many years. His name is Leo Babota, and he uh, writes a blog called uh, Zen Habits. You may want to check it out after you hear his post today. He's really quite um, thoughtful, and today's really spoke to anxiety and um, the way that we here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast are dealing with anxiety. So I thought I would read the post and go through it with you, kind of pointing out and normalizing anxiety a little bit. Okay, so today we're going to talk about Leo Babauta's blog post. He's, uh, again, somebody that I followed for a number of years. And again, his blog is called Zen Habits. He has a number of books also, and we'll talk about that near the end of the show. This blog post was titled, Some Days You Just Have Nothing. And I'm reading Leo Babauta's words. Yesterday wasn't a great day for me. I woke up late after too little sleep. Someone I love is mad at me and doesn't seem to want to talk to me, which put me in a down mood. I couldn't get focused to do any writing, so I answered emails, read stuff online, took a nap. My kids weren't around to cuddle with me. I did a workout, but couldn't finish it because my wrist hurt. I rode my bike to the grocery store on a warm summer evening, which was nice. I cooked a healthy dinner for myself, had a strong beer. Then I made the mistake of reading some comments on a blog post that was critical of me. The blog post was mildly critical, but the comments piled on top of each other, talking about how hypocritical I am, how repetitious my writing has become. With each negative comment, I could feel my heart drop lower and lower. It wasn't a great day, and my mood descended as I thought about how badly so many people thought of me. Some days you just don't have anything. Some days you don't knock it out of the park. On a day like this, I sat still. It was all I could do. I looked inward and faced the hurt. I stayed with it, just giving it my attention. I noticed the story I was telling myself that was causing the pain. It wasn't a good story. The more I got stuck telling myself this story, the more I was stuck in the pain. So I turned to the present moment and allowed myself to feel the pain. Instead of running from it, pushing it away, or trying to do something to end it. It wasn't so bad. 
and it didn't stay around much longer now that I allowed myself to sit with the hurt. I also realized that this Leo that those people were criticizing doesn't exist. It's just an image they've created in their heads, not really me. And this Leo that I have in my head, a Leo who is a good person and who tries his best, this is also just something I've created in my head. In the middle of all this seeming solidness, there's nothing, just a fluid present moment. After turning and facing my feelings, staying with them, and seeing the nothingness in the middle of it all, everything was okay. Not brilliant, but not so bad. Some days you have nothing, but that's okay. Thanks, Leo, for your post. I know I have had days like this. When we look at anxiety in in the way that Leo was looking at his day, we can get a sense of normalization of our own feelings and pain. Um, So I wanted to just go back through the post with you and and point a couple of things out that really stood out to me. The reason that this is so important is because Leo doesn't talk about having anxiety. He's just having a day, right? Right. And I think that a lot of us have these kind of days and we don't need to freak out about them. Again, it's about getting back to normal with with some of our thinking. One of the pieces that I thought was important was when he talked about the blog posts being critical and then the comments piling up on each other. With each negative comment, he could feel his heart drop lower and lower And that's a real concern that a lot of people with anxiety have, concern over how other people see them. Moving on, he went into, it wasn't a great day and my mood descended as I thought about how badly so many people thought of me. And how many times does this happen with us in our regular daily life, the rehashing of the way that other people see us, something that we have absolutely no control over, right? And he talks about how his mood kept going, descended as he thought about it. And that's what we do, right? We run it through the mind over and over, rehashing the way that other people see us. And that only takes us lower, right? Moving on, he said that some days you don't have anything. Some days you don't knock it out of the park. And boy, this is a big one. So many people that I talk with um, or read comments or questions in the email from are really stuck in this wanting to feel like they are knocking it out of the park or feeling like it's a bad thing that some days they don't have anything, as Leo puts it. And this is where I want to emphasize how normal it is to have days where You don't have anything, as Leo put it. You don't have anything. If we can remember that some days are like that, I remember reading a book to my kids when they were little, and it was entitled, Some Days Are Like That Even in Australia. I wish I could get my hands on it, because back in the day we lived in New York, upstate 
beautiful uh, Finger Lakes region. Uh, and Australia was really, really, really far away, halfway around the globe for us. So um, it was quite a book about having a bit a bad day. And some days are like that, even in Australia. It became a saying in our house. I think I still say it to the kids once in a while, even though they're grown adults. But just normalizing that some days are like that. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. I like that Leo said on a day like this, I, uh, I sit still. It was, uh, he sat still. It was all he could do. And isn't that what we here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast ask you to do? To sit still, to be in meditation, to be quiet, to just be and how it can be such a good thing to do, to just be. And sometimes it's the only thing we can do, right? There's so much hubbub going on, it's the only thing. We have to just sit, sit still. And it's okay. It's actually knowing that you're doing that is a good normal thing to do. He goes on to say, I looked inward and faced the hurt. Oh, this was a big one for me to hear him say. This really does normalize um, what we are talking about here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast all the time. Facing the hurt, right? Or the issue or the problem or the fear or the pain. Or I often say leaning into it, right? And so after sitting still, we will be able to look inward and actually face what is. And what is, isn't just those thoughts running around in your head. It's the pain, right? It's actually facing it and being with it. He goes on to say, I stayed with it, just giving it my attention. And I love that piece. Um, I see this as Leo talking, uh, using attention in the way that we say accepting, right? By giving his attention, he was leaning into what was and not fixing it and not running away from it. There was nothing to, quote, do. He just 
stayed with it, giving it his attention. And that's what I talk about here all the time with the thoughts going through. You want to give them attention. You want to note it and then let it go. And so he was leaning into what was, and he wasn't fixing it, and he wasn't running away from it. He was noting it. He was giving it his attention. He stayed with it. And his staying with the pain was what we might call floating. He just stayed with it. He didn't need to fix it. He didn't need to change it or run away from it which is what anxiety causes us to do so many times. We want to push it away or run away from it. But no, we know from Claire Weeks's works and her four directions that first we want to, we want to face first, we want to accept, and then we want to float. And I believe that's what Leo is talking about here in different terms, in a very normalized manner. Um, of just floating, being with it. And remember I said in one of the last podcasts that floating doesn't mean the absence of the fear or the absence of the pain. So here again, this is exactly what he's talking about here in his piece. He goes on to say, I noticed the story I was telling myself that was causing the pain. It wasn't a good story. The more I got stuck in telling myself this story, the more I was stuck in the pain. And again, this is beautiful because he notices the story that he's telling himself and the pain that the story is causing. He's able to see this, I believe, because he stayed with the feelings and he let the feelings be there. Even though those feelings were were not comfortable, Those feelings were very uncomfortable. He was willing to be there with the discomfort. And finally then he notes how stuck in the pain he was making himself by telling the story. So he he notices it. He makes a note of it. And um, he can see clearly then because he stayed with it. He says further on, So I turned to the present moment and allowed myself to feel the pain instead of running from it, pushing it away, or trying to do something to end it. And all I can say here is well said. It's all in there, right? Everything that we work on, it's all in there. I'll read that piece again. So I turned to the present moment and allowed myself to feel the pain instead of running from it, pushing it away, or trying to do something to end it. Like I said, well said. I have nothing more to add there. Leo nailed it. Later on, he says, it wasn't so bad, and it didn't stay around much longer now that I allowed myself to sit with the hurt. He allowed himself to sit with the hurt, and it didn't stay around much longer. That, again, speaks of accepting accepting. He's willing to be there. And it speaks of time because another piece that comes in to clearing our anxiety and panic is letting time pass. So we have to be willing to to uh, face, accept, flow, and let time pass. The way out is through and that requires time. Leo says, 
I also realized that this quote Leo that those people were criticizing doesn't exist. It's just an image they've created in their heads, not really me. And this quote Leo that I have in my head, a Leo who is a good person, who tries his best, this is also just something I've created in my head. In the middle of all this seeming solidness, there's nothing. Just a fluid present moment. And that's pretty big. That's kind of big stuff. And what I love about that is what he's describing is the solid ground that we think is under us is not so solid after all. We really are in a fluid and present moment at all times. And while at first glance this may make you feel like life is uncertain, may make you feel a little uh, wiggly, it's really telling you the opposite. Uh, Because when we can see the reality of uncertainty and that things are as they are fluid and in a present moment, we begin to be able to relax into the mystery of life and stop chasing for a perfection that does not exist. And by letting go of this perfection that we have in our head that we're supposed to be chasing after or supposed to be, much of our nervous system can relax. And this is the place that we begin to heal, right? By relaxing our nervous system. After turning and facing my feelings, Leo goes on to say, staying with them and seeing the nothingness in the middle of it all, everything was okay. Not brilliant, but not so bad. Some days you have nothing, but that's okay. That's the point I want you to get today, is that there's not something wrong with us because we feel hurt or we feel pain in our life. It doesn't mean there is something we need to fix or change uh, or that we are not whole in some way. It's a part of the human experience, and it's okay. Thank you for joining me today. As we read a a blog post from Leo, again, if you want to check Leo out, it's zenhabits.com. I wanted to read a quote today before we leave, and this is by John Allen Paulos. Uncertainty is the only certain there is, and knowing how to live with insecurity is the only security. Again, that's John Allen Paulos. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.